there's this thing like something waiting for me, like a download in my spirit is just there. And it, it, I know what it, I can hear the, I can hear it in my spirit, the words, but I'm not saying it, but like somebody is saying it to me. So he said, living for Jesus. So I, that, that's what, so that's how that happens in that regards. But some other ways it happens from the word of God or a preacher. I've listened to many timely messages that just like perfect for what I need. Amazing. Hello, welcome to Treasures and Truth with Tokwe. I am excited to have you here today. I am your host, Dr. Tokwe Kiku. Everyone wants to feel happy, but it's easy to lose hope and feel defeated in this chaotic world that's so full of problems. Well, guess what? This podcast is all about helping you discover the hidden treasures in your trials so you can renew your confidence and live in freedom. You'll hear stories, inspiring stories from special guests as they share their treasures that they discovered in their trials. So guess what? If you're going through a difficult season and need encouragement, you'll find support here to know that you are not alone in this journey called life. Uh, But before we begin, I've got to ask you a favor. If this podcast inspires or encourages you, please subscribe, leave a rating and review to help spread the word. Thank you. So now on to our show today. Our special guest on the show today um, has learned to embrace God's will, timing, and purpose in every season and to experience his joy and peace along the way. She is a medical doctor, a board-certified pediatrician, and a fellow of the American Academy of Pediatrics. Uh, Guess what? This year, she is celebrating 40 years of practicing medicine. Glory. She is an author, a public speaker, a devoted Christian woman of God, a wonderful mother to a son and his lovely wife. Um, She's also a founder, medical director of the Teens Express International. This is a faith-based outreach to children, teens, and young adults. She's very passionate about helping people, especially children. Hmm. Her love for God is reflected in her interactions, and she is truly a beacon of light and hope and a channel of God's love and blessings to all that know her. So without further ado, please join me in welcoming Dr. Enakeme Stella Dogu to Treasures and Truth with Tokwe. Oh, thank you, Tokwe, for your kind words. Thanks for having me. You are very welcome. I'm grateful to God for this opportunity to share. Yeah, you're very welcome. Thank you. Wow. 40 years of medicine. Wow. I can't wait to hear what what you'll share with our listeners. Mm -hmm. Uh, You must have learned a lot along that journey. A lot. Yeah. But before (laughs) we dive into that, just I'd like to begin by just having you share a fun fact about yourself that uh, with our listeners that we don't know. Yeah. Thank you. I'm glad to share. Actually, this aspect would give me uh, the opportunity to give a background to what I'm going to share too. Mm-hmm. So um, 
I accepted Christ as my personal Lord and Savior mm-hmm. at my early preteen years. Mm-hmm. My parents played a big role in that. And um, the wonderful parents, unfortunately, they are diseased at this time, but um, the legacy they've left for me, legacy of love, faith in God, and godly example continue to be a source of inspiration for me. So I'm really thankful for their lives. Um, I want to thank God too for the way he's used them to help me to um, know God and to have the desire to even do pediatrics. I am originally from Nigeria in West Africa. Mm-hmm. So that was where I did my medical education in Nigeria. So oh, it's just wow. wonderful that this year is 40 years of um, graduating from medical school. I'm so excited and thankful to God. So yeah. while I was there, I continued in my Christian faith and was has been very active um, in the Christian union there, the leadership position. Mm-hmm. And during that time, I gave, I made a special um, prayer time and request to God. That's what really um, guides my life. That commitment, that special commitment in the University of Benin. Mm-hmm. We had a guest speaker come to the Christian Union Fellowship and there was a, an altar call for anybody wanting to rededicate their life or commitment, something like that. So I came out and um, knelt down and I was prayed for to love God to serve him more and to serve people mm-hmm. and also to be the fry pan for them. I will take the heat so that they can have better life or be blessed. Mm-hmm. Actually, talk where I didn't know what I was praying for at that time. Be careful what you pray for. <laughs> <laughs> but later on now, when I see some challenges, like, is it that prayer? Oh, God help me. But God is good. His grace is sufficient. He, he gives us what we can bear. So, but oh, really wow. that, that commitment guides my life and that's what drives many things. So that was there. So that's, your, that's your fun fact right there. Having those parents, godly yes. parents who sowed the seeds uh, of faith in you at a young age. And mm-hmm. then you went on um, as you, as you grew, you went on and took hold of that, uh, of that faith for yourself. Sure. And, and being at that, um, at the university, dedicating your life mm-hmm. uh, to God and asking that you be the, I like that, you be the fry pan. I know. That's serious. Oh my, take the heat. It's a serious prayer. It is. You be the fry pan and Uh take the heat so others can Can be blessed. um, Can have a better life. Yes. That you be used. So in in a sense, you were saying, Lord, I want you to to use me me. whatever you want. Wow. Amazing. Yes. Wow. So now that's a good uh, place to segue into into the into the next aspect of our conversation. Your journey into pediatrics. Yeah. What um, made this, you decide to specialize in pediatrics? Yeah, Doctor. Before I, I share that, there was one more background that's very relevant to my journey, mm-hmm. which is really also um, when I graduated, mm-hmm. the Lord put this strong desire in my heart to work in a Christian hospital. That's back then in Nigeria. But I didn't know how that would come about. But in his own miraculous way, he made it happen. So that, again, is responding to his call in my life. And that's from there, he opened the door for me to come to the United States of America. So that's how I came. And that's a big hidden treasure that I was not expecting at all, like an unexpected blessing. Mm -hmm. And through that, 
I'm able to meet my family is able to meet your family in North Carolina. So that's how I really came to the U.S. So that was very relevant. God did God open the door for me. That that's 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 true. So for our listeners who may not know, so so you and I come way back a long time ago, yes. and how mm-hmm. we met is interesting. It is. Uh, you're a physician. My husband's a physician. Mm-hmm. And you two met at the board exams. And, <laughs> and he said, I met a lady today. You will like her. You should meet her. And that's how you and I met. And so it's mm-hmm. it's a small world, how the Lord orders our steps. Hallelujah. For taking us down memory lane. Yes, of course. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, so um, I'm responding to the question, why pediatrics? Mm-hmm. Actually, that was in response to the strong desire and passion and love for children God placed in my heart. So it's really God, a God thing. Early in, uh, on in my age, I could remember, as far as I can remember, I have this strong desire to help children, to care for them, and I knew I have to go through medicine. So God, God, God did it. God put that passion in me, and I just responded to it. And in my family, there's this experience that's so strong in my life that has helped me so vivid. I can always remember it. I call it newborn rounds with my mom. Mm-hmm. So when I was little, I, in our neighborhood, I followed my mom to visit neighbors that give birth to babies, newborn babies. Mm-hmm. She, I watch her bath them, massage them, take care of the baby, take care of the parents, the family, the mother and all. So that's really it's exciting. I really loved it. So it's a vivid image that has really helped me. So that that's where that all started. And by the special grace of God, he opened the door for my residency program in North Carolina, Winston-Salem. And it is the exam preparation that I met your husband. Really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a small world. Amen. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah, God is a big connector. And, yes. and, and um, I love what you shared. Uh, so if you're if you're listening to us and you have young children and you you are an example, you're a role model for them. You're sowing seeds that you may not even be aware. Little did your mom know that having you tag along with her to those <laughs> places would end up influencing uh-huh. where you end up in life Powerful. as for your career. Wow, that's interesting. Thank you. <laughs> wow. Wow. So, so now that we've, we sort of talked about your journey into pediatrics and how you got there, how has God uh, been at work in your life? And what does embracing God's will look like for you? I know you kind of shared a little bit, but yeah. if you can share maybe one or of two course. personal experiences, that would be great. Thank you, Tokwe. I'm glad to share. Um, like we discussed earlier, embracing God's will involves God's plan, purpose, and instruction his way and his timing. I consider my medical career as an opportunity for ministry, really, that's how I see it. And my medical school motto says, knowledge for service. So that's powerful for me. I always remember that and apply that as I I see my patients and do my work. For me, embracing God's will is really an adventure with God and a process in which I have relied on his grace, his power and his provision to see me through and also to walk through me. And I continue to rely on him. Without him, I can do nothing. That's really key in this. And he does all these things through me for his own glory. God is faithful. 
actually in preparing for this time with you, I, I asked the Lord to help me um, share something that will be relevant in this particular um, question. And the Holy Spirit laid in my heart, it's just like a download, um, just two days ago, a hymn. I would like to say the lyrics because that that expresses what that means to me, what this means to me. So it is living for Jesus, the hymn living for Jesus. The lyric says, living for Jesus, a life that is true, striving to please him in all that I do, yielding allegiance, glad hearted and free. This is the pathway of blessing for me. Oh, Jesus, Lord and Savior, I give myself to thee. For thou in thine atonement did give thyself to me. I own no other master. My heart shall be thy throne. My life I give henceforth to thee. Oh, Christ, for thee alone. Amen. Amen. So with that, that's what drives and like a guiding force in leading me to help me do the things I do and make the decisions. So in this um, embracing God's will for my life, definitely sometimes we come across challenges. Mm -hmm. I had a visa challenge in leaving Nigeria to come to the U.S. It was clear God opened the door, but then I had all my papers, everything with me. I went to the embassy in Nigeria and I was denied a visa. I mean, it was like a gut punch and I, I was like a dead end. What will I do? American embassy, deny you a visa. What will you do? What are my options? It wasn't easy, but I cried unto the Lord. I went to him. I, I prayed. I specifically prayed, please open this door for me. And God miraculously opened the door. They called me from the embassy. They sent somebody to my house because that time email and cell phone wasn't too much at that time. That was We're talking about Stone then. Age here. Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> 1988. So anyway, from there, they now um they called me to come and gave me on a platter of gold in the nice section for green card people, if people that understand this mm -hmm. thing, and I came to the United States that way. And so that's God intervening for me. The exams, foreign medical graduate exams, they are very difficult. It's like, God, help me, Lord, help me. And through that, he helped me, um, and I'm successful in that. Then the J-1 waiver challenge. When I finished my residency in North Carolina, I studied with the J-1 waiver. Then in order to switch it, I have to work um, two years somewhere instead of um, in, in instead of going to like Nigeria or out of the country, I can do it here. So Erie, God opened the door out of many places. I couldn't find the opening, but God in his own mercy and time, trusting him, holding on to him, praying, he opened the door. That's so why I came to Erie, Pennsylvania. And through open doors and closed doors, God has really led me and led me in the way of um, following his will. And so that's that's very significant for me. And in doing this, he does it sometimes through dreams. Mm -hmm. Like after working many years in Erie, change came. This change came in which it has to be short-term assignments. And short-term assignments aren't easy. That means you don't know what's next. Mm -hmm. So all I do, I keep like trusting God, depending on him, listening to him, to help me. So there was this time I had like two assignments, um, two interviews, and um, one I was taking in that job, but I knew I didn't, I won't go there. It was a long-term assignment. Then the second one, that's 2020, was more familiar to me. So I was kind of happy because I've worked that kind of setting before. It's familiar. 
So it was like me trying to force it. But then the Holy Spirit in a dream showed me something I saw close to that office. I saw this bridge. In reality, there was a bridge that was steep. And I said to myself, if I walk here in the winter, that would be too bad. Then in the dream, the, the bridge was steeper, more steep. Like, mm, that to me was like a no-no. So I used that to say that don't go there. And then things were not working out. They were not sending me the things. It was just not working out. So I said, no. Then when there was like, okay, what's next, Lord? Locum and suddenly this locum opportunity came and I took it and God helped me save the life of a child in where I work. So that's God, the way God helped me. <laughs> wow. Thank you for thank you for sharing that with us. Um, so it's I mean you 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 said a lot in that, and I can't even begin to to uh, summarize it all. But that song that you you shared the lyrics with us, "Living mm-hmm. for Jesus," mm-hmm. a life that is true. Um, mm-hmm. That I mean, I would encourage our listeners if they can to find that the lyrics to that song and just you know meditate awesome. on it for a while. Uh, it's powerful. And then you shared how that's been your guiding principle into following God's will, to allowing him to shape uh, all aspects of your life. And that's it's not easy. So you're not saying, oh, yeah, I got it easy. No, it's not easy. No. But it's listening for his voice, allowing mm-hmm. him to guide you and day by day. And mm-hmm. so I know that you mentioned, uh, we mentioned listening for his voice. And mm-hmm. I know you mentioned dreams. Um what does that listening for his voice besides dreams look like? Because for people, yeah. like, do you hear an audible mm-hmm. voice? Does it, you know, you hear a loud voice that says to you something? Mm-hmm. What does that look like? Yeah. Thank you, Tokwe. That's wonderful. Actually, I can start with the example of two days ago. I, 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 was, I fell asleep. And then just before I woke up, usually that's the pattern for that. Just before I woke up, there's this thing like something waiting for me, like a download in my spirit is just there. And it, it, I know what it, I can hear the, I can hear it in my spirit, the words, but I'm not saying it, but like somebody is saying it to me. So he said, living for Jesus. So I, that, that's what, so that's how that happens in that regards. But some other ways it happens from the word of God or a preacher. I've listened to many timely messages that just like perfect for what I need amazing so that also is that and also a, a really like a strong impression in my heart um and a, a soft voice something that just tells me I, you will just know because and you grow in it the more you grow in it the more you understand that it's god telling you that thing mm-hmm. and timely messages from people it's amazing where there was one time this person i i sent a text to long ago we even have just connected with text even though I know them, it's a family friend's son. And out of the blues, one day he sent me a text and it was just what I needed, very encouraging. I'm like, you're a pastor here. I mean, <laughs> it was amazing. Like, and since then, it's not really sent me a text. Like, I was, I was shocked. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you just unpack many ways we can hear God's voice. It can be an impress, not a loud voice. It can be an impression on our heart. It can be through timely messages that we hear. It can be through people, just um, someone sending a text message out of the blue that they probably didn't even know, but it was exactly what you needed. And so God speaks to us if we're listening, if we're listening. And that's how we can can be in his will, uh, as long as we're listening. And I love what you said. 
uh, the more you practice, the more you exercise that muscle, uh, you will mm-hmm. hear him more. Yeah, thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, let me ask this. I know you kind of touch about challenging seasons. Uh, everyone has challenging seasons in their lives, right? So mm-hmm. how do you, how have you embraced God's um, um, will in that process and pressed on? Uh, maybe there's a maybe there's a specific example that you can give us. And what was the process like? Thank you, Tokwe. Yeah, like every career or job, medicine is demanding and challenging. And more so, pediatric has its own unique challenges. And upfront, just relying on God, I receive help from God like again and again and again. I just go to him asking God, please help me. And he's able to give me revelations, things ahead. Like sometimes they call me about a patient and I kind of have an idea of what to do or what's going on or a difficult diagnosis. I'm able to figure it out. And Children's Hospital Pittsburgh, the doctors, they have been impressed by certain things I do and they think I have these special gifts. Then Children's Hospital Philadelphia, the same thing, the doctors, wherever I go, there's that unique something that the doctors are impressed about. There was a case in which there was just a nine-month-old baby, just and that's the first time I'm seeing the baby for a well-child checkup, not my regular patient. The, the, the provider was not a present that day. But anyway, and I heard the heart murmur. I like to check things out. So I did, I ordered an ultrasound. The next thing after the result came, I was calling the family from home, take the child to Children's Hospital Pittsburgh, immediately urgent, because it showed fluid around the heart of this nine-month-old baby, Mm. fluid around the heart. So the baby was stable. They went to Pittsburgh. The doctors barely even had the murmur, but they were glad they drained it. The thing reaccumulated, they drained it again. And that's when they now said, you have a gift. You you find something where people don't see it. But I just knew that's God uh, helping me in such a situation. And the family, very grateful. They came back, the child did very well. And they gave me a little card that said, a guidance angel will always be for me where I I need help. So that's, (laughs) I know that's amazing. Mm -hmm. And and other ways I abide in him and obedience, work in obedience, which surrender. And what that means is surrender, submission, really. And sometimes it's not easy. It's like the garden of Gethsemane. When Jesus Christ wanted to go to the cross, he had to like pray, pray, but nevertheless, thy will be done. So, some situations like, okay, this even um, assignment, it's short term. I'd rather just have somewhere I know it is than short term. But then that will be done. <laughs> Father <laughs> knows best. I have to resign myself to those things. So those are the struggle. But then you finally have the peace and you see God moving in it. That's very helpful too. Mm-hmm. And I focus on divine purpose because Divine purpose is greater than my pain or discomfort. It's for a reason, for God's glory. God wants it. Then there's victory in that thing, no matter what. So let me, um, I will push through it because we have the example in the Bible. Jesus did, Mary and Joseph, they did. <laughs> so I, I have to, like, it's an opportunity for me to practice the scripture come alive in my life too. And looking on to Jesus. Another helpful thing is having the right mindset. By this, I mean God's perspective, then seeing things from God's view, because we 
see things piecemeal, but God sees the whole big picture, just like a jigsaw puzzle. Mm -hmm. He sees the box with the full thing. He made it anyway, but we only see the pieces coming here and there. You have to trust that God knows what he's doing as he's guiding you. The right attitude and the right response to any challenge. But really, that's key because it's not the event. We don't have control over any event, but our response, we do. So if we have the right response, the outcome will be fine. That's always enough proof that that has always been true in my life that I keep going to that. Then another thing that is helpful is to rise above the challenge by the grace of God. Just see the good in it. There's always something you can do while you are in a situation and don't give up because you know God is using you to help somebody. When he sent me to um, out of town to do one job there, I, I related with a co-worker there. I didn't know that God is going to use me from 2021 to even interact with her. We are still like communicating. But when we started, the lady, she texted me at 6.30 a.m. just to like exchange texts of um, encouragement or something. 6.30 a.m. to me, that's like my quiet moments. I don't want 6.30 a.m. text. So initially when it continued, I thought I was going to tell her, please, can you text later? Instead of 6.30 a.m., but the Holy Spirit said, no, leave her alone. Just go with it. So I, I, I did that. It's later on I knew why the Holy Spirit told me that, because this lady needed help. I would have turned her away if I had said, maybe, what well, can you do this later or something? But the fact that I just accepted her, it's really, she, she really, she has grown both of us, encouraged one another. So that's so powerful. I'm so thankful to God for that. So, I try to help people and encourage people and rest in God's love. Oh, wow. Uh, if our listeners could see you, they would see the, the glow that I see <laughs> all around you, just the, the glow of the living God all around you. Uh, thank you for sharing, uh, sharing those um, stories of challenging times and how God guides you, even as you see patients, uh, you recognize that, yes, you may be a doctor, but there's one that's above of you. Ooh, yes. and you're always tuning in and asking him for help. And mm -hmm. he gives you that help so that even the most difficult cases, you have insights into them mm -hmm. that others might have missed. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's powerful. And just yes. um, how you rely on him to help you moment by moment. I love what you just shared about this friend. So sometimes we value our comfort, right? Um, uh, yeah, 6.30 a.m. is too early. If you text me every 6.30 a.m., I'm praying, I'm having my quiet time. No, <laughs> that's just a disruption. But sometimes God will disrupt uh -huh. our plans mm -hmm. for his purpose. Yes. He knew what that woman needed. Exactly. And he was like, I'm allowing you to go through this discomfort because I have a daughter here who needs help. Yes. And so thank you for thank you for sharing that. Wow. Mm -hmm. And so then what are some hidden gems as you travel these 40 years in medicine? <laughs> what are some hidden gems or treasures that you found? Thank you, Tokwe, a lot, but time will not allow us to share all of them. Yes. So the greatest one really is growing in my personal relationship with God. That's the greatest treasure. Uh, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. There's nothing I can trade with that. So I love that. So that really helps me do that. 
and experiencing the manifestation of his power, the miracles, his intervention in difficult situations, strengthens my faith, builds me up, and enables me to help other people to go through and challenging situations. Plus, in the pathway of obedience, I've seen God open other doors, like unexpected doors for me. So that's great. Like I said, getting to meet your family, even coming to the U.S. And in the U.S. now in Erie, an international church started in my home as a home fellowship in 2009 and is still growing. I helped another church in Pittsburgh start it in Erie. So that's just God. Through this one step of obedience from um, Nigeria, more things have happened. So I'm thankful so my spiritual growth and then the fruit of the spirit, character development, patience, endurance, humility, all those are just things that are flourishing in my life. And it's able to give me stability, wisdom as I obey him, as I'm a doer of the world. Because the Bible says in Matthew 7, 24 and 25, that those people that doers of his word are wise. They are stable when it's like building your house on a rock. When the storm comes, you will stand firm. Truly, I've seen that. So that keeps me going. Uh, I'm firm. Jesus Christ is the rock of my salvation, my firm foundation. So that's that's amazing. Wow. Um, so character development. Yes. You'll have to come back to unpack that another time. <laughs> we could spend another hour just talking about that. Yes, so much. Character development, patience, mm -hmm. wisdom, long suffering, mm -hmm. um, growing in your personal relationship yes. with God. Um, I've known you for more than 30 years, and I can attest to everything Thank you've you. shared today. Um, uh, mm -hmm. This woman is a true woman of God. Um, she's not only smart and highly educated in the, I mean, in medicine, but she is a passionate lover of Jesus Christ. And yeah, thank you for sharing your gems. So I would like for you to leave a word of encouragement for our listeners. If they could do one thing after hearing your story, uh, what would you want them to do? Okay, great. I'd like to share with them to stay connected to Almighty God, the source of their strength, power, and victory. And that in every season of your life, trust God, He is faithful. Walk in obedience. The pathway of obedience is the pathway of hidden treasures and abundant blessings. Mm. God bless you. <laughs> wow. Thank you for sharing that. So, um, wow. Stay connected to God. He is the source of strength and power mm. and the pathway Victory. to um, of obedience of obedience is the way to those hidden treasures. Yes. Wow. Got Thank it. you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much. You have truly blessed us today. I'm, Hallelujah. I'm blessed. And Amen. I know that our listeners are blessed to hear your story as blessed well. Too. <laughs> um, so um, any last, any last thoughts, anything else you would like to add? Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, so thank you again, Dr. Enakeme Stella Dogun, uh, for coming to share with us today uh, your story of, of uh, 40 years of practicing medicine and how God has been with you all throughout that uh, period. Um, so let me ask you, where can our listeners find your book uh, and how can they connect with you? Yes, thank you. Sure. The title of my book is Almighty God how to walk in faith, 
hope and victory every day through the power of the Holy Ghost. And my website is www.mybookalmightygod.com. And you can find me on Twitter at enakeme underscore dogun, all lower cases. And my email address is enaxd at aol.com. Thank you. Oh, good. Thank you. So um, I will I will have all of this for you in the show notes as well. Um, so, she, so as she mentioned, you can get her book on Amazon. Um, it's called Almighty God, How to Walk in Faith, Hope, and Victory Every Day Through the Power of the Holy Ghost. Yes. Uh, so to, to round up our time today, uh, you talked to us about your journey of embracing God's will and what that looked like uh, in his plan, embracing his plan his purpose, his assignments, his calling, his way and his timing in your life. And that's been powerful. And you you shared with us that um, obedience to his will is the pathway to those hidden treasures. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Stella, for that. Thank you. Um, yeah. So, uh, uh, friends, thank you for being here today on uh, Treasures and Truth with Tope. I hope our time today inspires you to tap into your own treasures. We'll have the show notes for you at hiddentreasuresandriches.com. If you would like to, uh, if you if you like this podcast, please subscribe, share, leave a rating and a review to help the podcast get noticed on um, podcast channels. Your reviews are a gift. Thank you so much. Um, thanks for being a part of this community. I appreciate you. And so let me remind you, remember that no matter what life throws at you, God has answers. So whether you have a relationship issues at home at work or any crisis, God's got you. Mm. He loves you. God bless you. Until next time, see you again. God bless you, Papa. Love you. (laughs) 